Live from Nashville, Tennessee, this is the Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network.
Well, I know you told me that. I we must have been in different parts of Albuquerque because we didn't have that here. But we had heat and we had very windy. Um, and I, I see wind is expected uh, not today but tomorrow and the next day. We had very windy weather on um, I don't know Friday and I think all actually all three days Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, but you know yeah. Albuquerque has lots of little microclimates. So where you were well, they do. was different than where we are. I <laughs> uh, gosh. Well, it, it was a great weekend. Certainly enjoyed myself. But, um, you know, we've been talking about this COVID-19 that's that's going around. It's different in all parts of the country as far as what's open and what's not. And um, so we found we found a lot of restaurants that were closed. We found several, I think there were, I think a lady told me 200 restaurants in Albuquerque had permanently closed. And, um, and you, you guys are a little bit behind us on your openings out there. So are you, I did hear though, I did hear a little bird told me that you got to go to get a little hair trim this past week. You know, yeah, Jim and I finally, um, our appointments that we had, like, back at the very beginning of March or something, they kept getting, you know, delayed as it right. as the rolling closes. Hairstyle, you know, took the salons here quite a while to open. So um, we went in on um, Tuesday. We were most excited, and um, we were so happy to see our stylist. But one of us sat in the car um, until the, uh, you know, our my appointment, we had we were working with the same gal, but we had two different appointment times, obviously. Right. But usually I sit, you know, with Jim when he's having his whatever. Anyway, in order for them to really keep their numbers down, if you were a little early for your appointment, you waited in the car, and they weren't um, doing anything with water. So um, we just kind of got trimmed up, and and um, and that was it. But we were happy to be a trim. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I had told you before I was I was I was at ponytail time uh, a month ago, and so fortunately yeah. they had opened up the uh, barber shops and beauty shops back here about about three weeks ago. So I was able I to get say, in and get yeah, a haircut. About, yeah, 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 yeah. So, but, but I, so I, we were I, and we were happy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was glad to get a haircut because I was trying to decide between a ponytail and a man bun. So everybody yeah, said, go well, with the ponytail. ponytail. Don't, do, don't do a bad <laughs> man bun. Anyway, anyway, things are going to get better, and uh, and we're glad to see some things opening up around here. So that's a, that's a good thing. We just want everybody to still be careful because um, the situation can get worse, and it has in some parts of the country. But... The situation on the Campfire Cafe today is phenomenal, and we are practicing our social distancing, (laughs) and we are, of course, from Nashville to Albuquerque, but today we're in the UK, and we have a special guest, so why don't you tell us who's joining us for the Campfire Cafe? Oh, I am so delighted that Clint Bradley is on the line and eagerly awaiting um, his arrival to the Campfire Cafe. Um, I can't say enough about this amazing performer and singer-songwriter and just a gentleman. So looking forward to having Clint with us. We're looking forward to that. And then in the second hour of the show, we're going to travel all the way. Again, we're social distancing 
So we're going to travel out to Washington, and our good friend, Mr. Robert Eversole, the trailmeister, will be joining us with some tremendous trail tips. And uh, I think you and Robert got into some uh, recipes the last time that he was on. So we'll see what... We did. Well, I think yeah. today will be not at nine. I <laughs> uh, guess. But anyway, we're looking forward to talking with Clint during the first hour of the show and sharing his great music with our audience around the world. And I have told a few women, do not melt because this man's voice will absolutely melt the socks off of some of our female listeners out there. But uh, <laughs> we're going to start out with one of his great songs. We are Shane from his Riding After Midnight CD. And we'll be talking with Clint Bradley when we come back in just a moment on the Campfire Cafe. Silver as he twirls that nickel coat. 
slips back in Houston, everybody knows there ain't nobody faster, none better at the game. But when we watch the movie, we all are shame. We are shame. We are shame. We are shame. Shame. Welcome back to Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Network. We just heard We Are Shane from Riding After Midnight by today's guest, Clint Bradley. What a treat we have for you today. Clint Bradley joins us calling in from his home, as he says, in the Shires, an area of southern England. Clint has been under the spell of Western music, literature, film, and history since his childhood. He feels the values of the West, and its code are a force that bring out the best in men and women. And his original songs reflect a deep respect and passion for the West, its landscape, history, and people, and its promise to be the land of adventure where you can seek and receive redemption, renewal, and, well, simply stated, freedom. Come West with Clint Bradley and give him your full attention. No multitasking allowed. (laughs) Don't miss a note or lyric. Close your eyes and imagine a lightning ride through a terrifying stampede. Or ride with him after midnight when he's roping all the stars and sees the cutest cowgirl riding down a moonbeam. And just as Clint does, follow her invitation to follow me. I know the trail to Neverland. Please welcome to Campfire Cafe, the multi-talented singer, songwriter, storyteller, performer, and founder of the incredibly talented Clint Bradley Band, Clint Bradley. Welcome, Clint. (laughs) What can I say after that introduction? (laughs) Good morning, my friend. Oh, how, How are you all there today? Good, good. So what's the weather like in uh, your part of the of London? Uh, well, I'm thankfully a long way from London, which I'm quite pleased about. Um, okay. I'm down on the, I'm down on the south. Yeah, <laughs> very pleased about that. Uh, I'm down uh, right down on the south coast. If you were to look on the map of the UK, you'd see a tiny little island at the bottom called the Isle of Wight. If you look at that and then look at that little patch of water in the middle, I'm on the other side on the mainland. And surprisingly okay. enough... Yeah, the last, uh, we've had some absolutely um, fabulous, really fabulous weather uh, over the last uh, few weeks. We, we, we've, uh, you know, we've got some rain today, but we needed that. But uh, we've had, I think they're saying, one of the best springs on record. Um, uh. So uh, it's been, it's made the whole situation, you know, with the lockdown and everything, a lot easier to bear because the weather's been so good. Mm-hmm. Well, I understand that um, even though the lockdown has been kind of tough, you've still been able to get out and do some fishing. So, folks, he's a fisherman. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, yes, I am a very keen angler, and uh, fortunately uh, that was one of the first things that they um, they lifted. Um, uh, <laughs> I mean, you can't get much more social isolation than sitting out in a boat with a fishing rod, can you really? <laughs> <laughs> and that, that, literally, 
you know, that suits me just fine. You know, uh, that's that's it's my my answer to the prairie. You know, so uh, um, yeah, um, it's been good. Fishing's and the fishing is it's been extremely good. <laughs> well, good. Well, now now our next guest loves to go fishing, but his comment is that he doesn't do much catching. So, ah. so how how is your catching going for you? Well, it's been going really well. I mean, uh, we've uh, you know we've got a good um, good abundance of, uh, of uh, sea fish around the coastal areas where I live, and um, one of my favourite uh, fish to catch is the sea bass, uh, which is absolutely marvellous to eat. It's one of the tastiest wild sea fish that you'll ever eat. So um, <clears throat> I've been very fortunate this spring to have some very nice bass on the boat. And, um, you know, they've been out of the boat and straight onto the barbecue as soon as I get home. <laughs> All right. All right. Bobby, we'll yeah. have to tell Robert that there's some good catching going on over in, uh, in the U.K. So maybe yeah. he needs to go yeah, fishing over there. Yeah. 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 Well, we've got some great music that we're going to share with folks today. We're going to be sharing music from uh, Soul of the West and Riding After Midnight both. Uh, I had so much fun selecting music for this, and I think our audience is going to love the selections. And your voice, as I said, will just melt some of the hearts of some of the women that are out there listening. But the first, <laughs> like you did Bobby's when she first heard you. But uh but the first song we're going to get to is called The Lightning Ride. Anything you want to tell us about The Lightning Ride and how how it came about? Uh well, um yeah, it's uh that's a, an easy one to answer actually. I I um that was all inspired uh by uh, a painting. I mean, I I absolutely um I I I love western art. Um you know, I wish I had one of those houses like in Giant where you've got, you know, that house they all live in. You've got plenty of room to hang them on the walls. But right, um, right. If I had, you know, but um, but uh, I, I actually, I actually absolutely love uh, Western art. Um, and um, a friend of mine uh, over here posted a picture of of, um, of a, an absolutely fabulous uh, painting a few years back. It's called. Um, Turning the Leaders. Um, it's, it's by a, an artist from Texas, and I did actually. Um, uh, I think even I spoke to Bobby Jean about this last time we tried to actually um, track him down. But you you can find um, you, you can find uh, the, the, the painting online. Um, anyway, um, it is a, it's a magical, really magical um, picture, and. Um, it was just one of those one of those things where um you know you 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 actually see it and and um and the next thing is you 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 got a song and um it really it kind of um i don't know it just it sums up it sums up the uh the you know the whole kind of situation with the, the stampede um the mood um the whole thing it, it it kind of leapt off the it just it, it just kind of leapt off the page at me and uh i i kind of uh, it was one of those uh, one of those um songs which which just took shape there and then you know i i i i finished it um 
that day. And wow. um, it, yeah, it, it's that. It, it really is a, um, a very, very uh, powerful, powerful, evocative um, picture. Um, what and actually, what I'll do is later today, I'll put it up on my um, up on my artists page, uh, Facebook artist page, so people can um, take a look. Uh, um, put some details about the artist and everything um because it's it's one of those it's one of those pictures that um i don't know it it uh depending on what what um what floats your boat in terms of you know the kind of uh, the kind of art you like to look at i mean that for me just um it stopped me in my tracks all uh, right. Well, after yeah. people hear this song, they're going to want to check out your page and see the artwork that inspired this. This is the yeah. lightning rod. It is from the CD, Soul of the West. Our very special guest today is Mr. Clint Bradley.
heavens the titans clash Way below on the face of the earth There's another lightning flash Just for a moment Of course, we all know 
is vastly it's like night and day so um i i was very fortunate to be able to cut through that and um i mean the the mainstream country scene here is as bad as it is there in that i don't mean that i don't i don't wish to be but you know the it's a very vastly different um the word country music means a lot lot different than it does to so we say people who prefer the rootsier side of things so um i what i found to my amazement was that record has been embraced by people that wouldn't usually listen to the genre in any way um and, and a lot of the people that, that, that have actually bought the album and contacted me are, are it's been their first kind of toe in the water for western music um you know fortunately i've I managed to pick up airplay on other stations as well so um it's it's really been uh, it's, it's it's been an interesting period and I, I was very fortunate that the reviews uh were, were very strong early on uh, five stars in country music people and uh, probably the best review of my career ever uh, from that magazine which which certainly helps people take notice um of of a record on an independent label such as mine you know because we're all in that boat we don't have the weight of a major label behind us so uh, right where we are entirely at the mercy of word and mouth and good people such as yourselves to promote your work you know so um we uh we had a fabulous year and um we we played some very interesting shows you know um uh we we you know we we from from country festivals through to uh uh we we uh, mainstream um festivals we played Wickham along with um uh you know some the, the proclaimers and uh, uh people like that and um stills from Crosby Stills and Nash uh people like that you know so and then uh we we kind of went abroad uh, to Scandinavia and an absolutely fabulous uh, response. Um, and we were going, we were going like a train right up until the lockdown. I mean, we, we started the new year with a really successful theater tour of, of Scandinavia, which we, we were, uh, there's actually a video on my, over on my, um, on my website and also on my Facebook artist page that we've shot in Helsinki uh, in February this year of, of us playing the lightning ride, the song you just played. Um, and that, that was a very successful tour. And we, you know, from there back to Germany and Holland. In fact, I was traveling back from Germany just as the news of the lockdown was breaking. And uh, we were actually getting a bit nervous. <laughs> wondering whether or not we would be, yeah, yeah, it was, it was that, it was literally, you know, it was by the day then. And so, um, but it's been a fabulous year. And, uh, you know, at the end of the year, um, I, I found myself, uh, I had news that it was the voted number one by several of the journalists that, that are from CMP, which, which, which really knocked me for six, you know, because up against some pretty major releases that year. Um, so... And I had number one for 219, 2019 in the hot disc uh, country chart. 
So yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely delighted with the way the album's been received. Um, I just hope you know we can we can build on that. Well, it's a great, well, know, it is a great album. Yeah, go ahead, Bobby. Well, I was just going to say because I know what Gary's got queued up next. That um, of course the uh, paintings inspire you, music, um, uh, wonderful movies, classic movies inspire you. But I know that uh, gentleman Marty Robbins has been a big influence on you, and I know Gary's um, got queued up Man Walks Among Us. Do you want to talk just a moment about that, and then, Gary, do you want to play that? That'll be good. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> what can I say? I know we've discussed him before, but Martin David Robinson, what can we say about him? Um, for me, the greatest voice the greatest balladeer of all time. And it's the reason I picked up a guitar, you know. I was very fortunate as a kid to um, to have my, my father and my uncle especially were massive fans. Uh, Marty had a huge following in, in, uh, in the UK and um, so I was weaned on Marty Robbins um, and uh, it just grew up listening to it and it, 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 it's all I wanted to do was play those songs as a child, you know, and um, I got my first guitar, I think probably when I was seven, around seven, eight years old, and I remember learning, trying to learn the first, the running gun, I think it was, that I learned, for, you know, just playing along to the record, and um, it, it, he's always been my yardstick, I mean, um, I'm, I'm talking, you know, as a child, that's before you get into, you actually get into music in a big way, but he, it's never left me that impact that he made upon me as a child. Um, and everyone has their go-to artist when they're having one of those rotten days, you know, and mine's <laughs> always been, you know what I'm saying? It's always been him. It's always been Marty, but um, the, the song you're going to play... Um, I again that that recording wasn't really ever intended intended to be released because I recorded it. It was a strange evening. It was kind of about it was about one o'clock in the morning when I recorded that, and I was just me and a guitar. And uh, it's a it was quite a should we say a, a basic kind of recording setup in a caravan, <laughs> and um, but um, and it, you know tonally it, it could be better. In terms of uh, uh, it was early on learning um, in learning studio craft when recording this genre of music, but um, there was just something about the vibe. Um, I just sat down and um, I don't know. It, it just uh, I thought I've got to keep that. <laughs> it's just you know, and it was it, 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 you know it was a while before I played it to anyone, but. Um, I'm glad I kept it, you know, it's just, it's, because uh, it's such a, it's such a beautiful song, Man Walks Among Us, like all his, his songs are, you know, when you, if you're a singer and you sing his songs, you suddenly realise what a genius he was in phrasing and lyrics, how he, how he phrased things and the way he would lyricise a situation, for me, it's just incredible, uh, it's like of, of prose, you know, they, to be able to write a direct line to sum something up 
in, with the most economic way is, is, is a gift. And he had that. Um, the descriptive powers of his songs are phenomenal. You know, Man Walks Among Us is... I, I defy anyone to listen. You know, you listen to him sing that. And you are there walking along beside him. Like, as a child, you know, he said he used to love walking in the desert, walking home from the cinema after watching the Gene Autry music, movie. You know, that you're there walking alongside him when, when he when he sings that song, you know. Well, I am. Well, if, <laughs> if, if Marty Robbins heard this song that you've done, he would certainly appreciate it, and our audience will as well. So this is Clint Bradley's Man Walks Among Us. Warm are the winds on the desert A whirlwind is dancing around I stop to survey All the beauty that's here When a shadow moves out Across the ground it's an eagle that circles above me And he screams to his friends on the hill Stay close together Move not a feather Man walks among us Be still Everything hides, but I see them. I spotted an old mother quail. I look close and see, looking right back at me, the eyes of a young cottontail. I see a coyote sneaking As he crawls through the brush on the hill And the eagle screams down Stay close to the ground Man walks among us Be still
Bobby Jean swooning during that song. <laughs> I melted right onto the floor. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's probably the best version I've heard of that song since Marty did it. That's a great song. Well, that's great a, song. You, thank you, you, uh, you, Gary. You couldn't give me a. A greater compliment than that. <laughs> well, everybody has recorded it, but I don't yeah, think I've heard a better version than yours. So, great, great song. So, the next thing that we're going to get to is Soul yeah. of the West. And um, that's the title yeah. cut from CD. Yeah. And uh, and uh, you had some friends over here in the U.S. that did some uh, uh, video work for you on that song, didn't you? Oh, I did indeed. Uh, oh, and that's absolutely marvelous. It's Alan uh, and Jill Kirkham there in, in South Dakota, a marvelous um, artist themselves. They have a, a fabulous duo and a band, and they work extremely hard right across their state. Um, but they are also um, great uh, recorders uh, of film. Um, they, they often post some marvelous footage of their, their travels, which I absolutely love. And they... Um, very, very kindly, uh, I asked them, and they very, very kindly agreed to film for me the footage which you see throughout the video, and it, it just makes it, you know. And, and it, <clears throat> Alan was sending as it, Alan and Jill filmed those clips uh, day by day. They were sending them to me, and I was just absolutely enthralled, as you can imagine, sitting here uh, watching. These 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 uh, these these clips arrive on 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 Dropbox, and they're just marvellous. There are some absolutely stunning stunning uh, things I've captured. You know, you, you'll see it all in the video: the buffalo and the the landscape, the the the, the frozen lakes, and what can I say? The deer, the whole thing. It just it just it was like a a, a good fitting shoe. <laughs> it went on a treat and. Uh, it kind of did, it said everything I wanted to say um, about the song, you know, and what the, wrote, the reason I wrote the song in the first place, and that, you know, that the landscape uh, when I was in the Northwest myself, it inspired me to write it, you know. Um, it, it was a, so I was very, very pleased uh, and eternally grateful to them, uh, and I love them to death. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, it's a great song and it's a great video, so I think people can find that on YouTube. 
but uh but yeah. a beautiful song to go along with it and you'll enjoy you'll be you'll enjoy i'll get this out in a minute you'll enjoy watching the video of this but let's take a listen right now to soul of the west we're talking with clint bradley from the uk we'll be back in a moment on the campfire cafe Out of the west it came like a hurricane into my soul Blowing across me, around and above me The wind of the west really blows Over the mountains and under the moon Out on a prairie of blue Stars shine like diamonds and night birds sing harmony too To the soul of the west On a mountainside, one snowy night, I said a prayer. I asked the Lord if he would fix it for me to return. Back here on my island, deep down in the shine, on the night when the wind sings its tune. I look above me and watch the clouds traveling through to the soul of the wind. I be yearning to feel the wind on my face To be back on the mountain with the eagle again Here on the other side of the great divide, I wonder when I will feel the soul of the West again. Soul of the West. So I keep the dream that's inside of me until the day that I stand beside snow-capped mountainside. Once again, maybe this time there'll be some peace of mind. Somebody somewhere will say, you don't have to go back this time. You can stay with the soul of the West. track of the fabulous album soul of the west um clint we're looking at the clock oh my gosh we're we're running short on time so we're going to just want to get right to the next song from this cd six guns spurs and saddles you want to just tell us a little bit about it and then gary's gonna put it on 
Uh, I just wanted to write a steaming, roasting, butt-kicking Western song with some mean lead guitar. <laughs> and we were just, we were just, we were just, uh, when you listen to this song, just think of us dancing around the studio. We, we, I was sweating some when I put this one down. Well, it's a great song. It is a great song. People are going to love this. Six Gun Spurs and Saddles. We'll be back in just a moment. With the embers of the campfire glowing, we down in the evening light. There's a dream of a cowboy knowing. But he'll be home tonight Home is where the heart is In the land of the tumbleweed For the creaking of the saddle Is all a cowboy needs Six guns, furs, and saddles And the dream of a time-long past But as long as it lives Inside your heart The wild, wild west will last Oh, the wild, wild west will last The freedom to believe again Is a gift that we all own So saddle up for the wild, wild west And let your spirit roam Sweet dreams to the prairie road to return to every night. Oh, a simple dream of a hearth and home. What more do you want from life? Six guns, furs, and saddles, and the dream of a time long past. A boat as long as it lives inside your heart. The wild, wild west will last. Bye. 
Six guns, burbs, and saddles. Mr. Clint Bradley is our very special guest today on the Campfire Cafe. And it is kind of a butt-kicking song. I like that. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I just love, you know, some of the pioneers, the sons of the pioneers uh, always used to cut some, you know, pretty up-tempo tracks. And I just want to combine that with a little bit of little bit of that tinge of uh, Mr. Perkins, as we've discussed before. Yeah. And uh, bring it all together, you know, bring it all together and um, and make uh, make a, a little bit of fun there. And, uh, you know, and some it, it's, it's a kind of harking back to that innocence uh, uh, when Western music, you know, people forget Western music. There was a time when it when it was the music uh, mm-hmm. in North America. It was it was hugely popular. Um, they, they were national. They were the pop stars of their day, and um, uh, it's kind of harking back to that that unashamable kind of fun, glitz kind of time, you know. And uh, which which you know is it's wonderful to look back at and um, celebrate from time to time. I think. Yeah, it is, and and it's kind of interesting because if you go back and look at the old movies. Uh, Anybody that was anybody was in a Western film, and uh, yeah, I don't yeah. care. I don't care who it was. They they had to do westerns, or they just weren't they just weren't going to make it. But uh, great great yeah. song. Um, yeah. I want to try to get in two more songs during this segment, and uh, the next one that we're going to do is the title cut to the Riding After Midnight uh, album. Uh, So let's take a listen to that. We're going to come back and visit with Clint for just a few more minutes on the Campfire Cafe. And uh, you'll enjoy this riding after midnight. I saw a crazy cowboy ride across my dream. He turned and waved to me. What could it mean? What could it mean? Recognizing space was out of view. He looked familiar, like someone that I, I almost knew. Well, now I'm riding after midnight. I'm roping all the stars, heading across the prairie to the land of my heart. There's a cabin waiting there with freedom on the door. If I get there by Oh, no more. 
but um, they are changing rapidly uh, as things progress with with people coming, you know, different countries coming out of lockdown. Uh, and of course, I'm only going to say this once, but we've also got Brexit to deal with. So uh, that oh, yeah. obviously that there will be a situation. I don't know. No one knows what's going to happen at the moment. So we've got the situation with the pandemic and that to deal with. So it's a matter of uh, I just updating them as often as I can and letting people know what's occurring, you know. Right, right. Well, we're looking forward to having you come over to the, to the U.S. sometime and do tours over here. And, of course, our audience around the world will want to be able to check and find where your tours are over in Europe as well. But you have been so much fun to have on the show. And uh, and just Thanks, to be bro. able to watch Bobby swoon over some of these songs has been a treat <laughs> for me. I could actually hear her breathing heavily during a couple of the songs. So. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's been too yeah, much yeah. fun. It's been too much fun. So we look forward to having you come back with us again on the Campfire Cafe. Right now we're going to listen to one more song. Yeah. This is a song that everybody will recognize. And uh, it's called My Rifle, My Pony, and Me. Clint Bradley, you have been a great guest, and you've been our very special guest today on the Campfire Cafe. Thanks so much. Uh, thank you very much. All the very best. The sun is sinking in the west. The cattle go down to the stream. The red wings settle on the nest It's time for a cowboy to dream Purple light in the canyons That's where I long to be With my three good companions just my rifle, pony, and me Gonna hang my sombrero On the limb of a tree Coming home, sweetheart, darling Just my rifle, my pony Just my rifle, my pony, and me. Whippoorwill in the willow sings a sweet melody right into Amarillo. Just my rifle, pony, and me. No more cows to be roping, no more strays will I see around the bend, she'll be waiting for my rifle, my pony, and me, just my rifle, my pony. Thank you. 
kiss a homesick misfit sorry face A thrashing in his own shoes Well, you can call that skinny cowpoke at the end of the bar Colorado Blue. Colorado Blue, our good friend, Mr. Gary McMahon. We're, this is Saddle Up America from Nashville, Tennessee. I'm your host, Gary Holt. Joining me in Albuquerque is our lovely co-host, Bobby Bell. And on the line with us is our very good friend, Mr. Robert Eversole, the Trailmeister. Hey, Robert. Hello. Good to hear from you. Good to hear from you. Good to hear from you. So how's the weather out in Washington? It's wet. <laughs> really? Oh. Yeah. Well, people think that all of Washington is a rainforest. You know, we all watch Sleepless in Seattle, and we all think that it just rains constantly. And perhaps Seattle and the west side of the mountains does, but here in Spokane, we're on the edge of a desert. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and, and so we're not really used to, to the rain. It's been a very rainy, um, you know, past past six weeks or so, and uh, wow. and it's causing problems. My My cable... Internet and telephone line has been cutting out a lot lately. I think it's got some water in it. And I oh, hope no. that there's somebody from Comcast on the line and listening. We need it fixed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, it looks like even with all the rain, you've been a pretty busy camper. I was checking out your page a while ago. It looks like you're working with a beast. And uh, and I also noticed it looked like you've been working on some uh, firewood or something too. What are you doing? That out there? I have. So you said camper. Now you're making me feel feel like I I'm not doing enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wish I were camping. I've been I've been COVID camping at home still. Um, have you? So yeah, yep. Uh, we're we're starting to loosen up restrictions here which is wonderful uh, a lot of the state parks are open now for camping which is Good. great um we haven't gone out yet uh just because you know I, I live so close to a few of these state parks and you you mentioned the the uh the wood project i've, I've been making castles in the wood <laughs> really <laughs> yeah I, I had a couple of trees taken down in the backyard and so i've been cutting and splitting them uh, for firewood for for the coming winter, and I believe it's true. Firewood warms you multiple times. So. Oh yes, many ways, many ways. Yep. Bobby well, Jean, you, would, you wouldn't know about that. Bobby Jean wouldn't know about that. I bet you've never split firewood, uh, have you, Bobby? But I can I I can understand it. I I, I get that. <laughs> you can see it in your mind. There uh, you go. That's a so, good yeah. place to have it. That's a good place to uh, have tell it. Tell me about it. So, yeah. so I've been doing that, and then, you know, with Coco, the the newest beast, um, with, with all the restrictions in place, you know, we've, well, I'm not going out of state this year, I don't think. It's just uh, um, 
the rules and and guidelines change, you know, on a weekly, if not a daily basis. We had right. what four trips to the Bob planned for this year, um, and as of what, last week, week before last, when we went to get the Coggins test and all that good stuff, they were still requiring, um, you know, that two week quarantine, which just doesn't make sense to me because I'm. I'm, I'm heading to the trailhead to social distance. <laughs> yes. Yes. You're going to be out there alone. Exactly. But the rules are the rules, and I appreciate that. Uh, so w- without having to, you know, be able to, to, to plan appropriately, we just made that, that call. We're just not going to go to Montana. That way I could plan things for within Washington. And we have – a lot of great places here. You know, we have wilderness area here that we'll be able to get into uh, here in a month or so probably. Uh, it's still pretty snowy up high. So yeah. we're just going to do those kind of those kind of trips. Uh, kind of disappointing, but, you know, you, you adapt and overcome. Uh, but well, so You have anyway, to do what you have to do right now. Exactly. Uh, but Coco has been coming along just wonderfully. Been really concentrating on the groundwork with her and – and and indeed all the critters, uh, mostly because I don't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like Coco is starting to carry some weight, but it looks like you're going to have to work on your uh, your your skills as a packer. Oh, uh, you think? <laughs> I'm thinking. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I Celeste took that picture of, of me and with with, with her with a uh, just a just a quick little basket hitch just to get the load up and I looked at that and I thought this is bad I gotta post it on the Facebook <laughs> let people know just exactly that I am not infallible believe it or not so, it's hard to, hard to believe hard to believe tell me about it <laughs> mm, mm, mm. So, well, so you've so, been you've been stuck at home so long you've got birds building nests in your trailer isn't that a travesty that was a hoot. That, that was, was yeah, and you know now I have been heading out here and there. Well, I guess here only once. Uh, last week we went to the or a week before the high desert. Uh, so a little stretch of BLM property uh, west of Spokane, where it's is pretty much sagebrush. Um, and some some desert pothole lakes. Went there for for a day, and it was so. I felt like a prisoner out on on parole. Oh wow! It was uh, yeah. It was nice to get out there, but you know. And then we went to the to the uh, to the vets. But you know, a, a week and a half of parking, and here's a nest. Like gee golly! <laughs> it does not take long for those birds to build something. It does not, but what a great place, you know. It's kind of open. It's protected from the from the weather. If I were a bird, I'd, I'd build a nest there in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bobby, jump in here. You've been you've been visiting his website and his Facebook page, I know. Oh, yeah. I'm just posting pictures, like I always do, of the things you gentlemen are talking about. So I'm, 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 uh, I'm involved, you know. I'm just tapping away here. Oh, <laughs> I'm posting gosh. the next picture right now. Oh, <laughs> the clicking of the keyboard. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. folks, 
Yeah. For folks that are <laughs> folks that are listening out there, be sure and visit Bobby Jean's Facebook page because she does such a great job of uh, uh, of posting the radio programs and the conversation and the music they were sharing and uh, and things when Robert's on the show that like the bird's nest that she's pictures of. So if you haven't seen his bird's nest. <laughs> Visit Bobby Jean's Facebook page and you can follow along on all the radio show. But it's it's too much fun, too much fun. So so most areas in Tennessee have opened back up for trail riding. Uh, the Big South Excellent. Fork have been closed for quite a while and they opened that back up, thankfully. And uh, people are able to get out and ride locally. I know that. If you're traveling to different states, you have to really be careful because there are different rules and regulations from state to state. Exactly. Yeah. The different rule. I mean, the the rules and regs for each state were bad enough before all of this. You know, do you need a 30-day permit? Do you need a lifetime permit? Do you need brand inspection? You know, all that stuff, which was one of the reasons I started the website, you know, back in the day. And recently it's become, you know, even even more prescient by, you know, with that rules and regs tab on all of the the places that we have listed, you know, it sends you straight to the uh, the land manager, you know, state park, forest, what have you, to let you know what the COVID rules are. And I had never thought about that as a reason for the website until recently. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, you know, as a lot of people know, I I visited Albuquerque last weekend, and uh, as I got my reservation confirmation, it it said there is a travel advisory for New Mexico. So when you fly into New Mexico, you're supposed to go into quarantine for 14 days or less if your trip is shorter than that. Okay. But, uh, uh, and nobody in New Mexico is listening, so we didn't really go into any kind of quarantine. We went out and visited <laughs> places while we were there. I checked to make sure that they, nobody was checking, so that was okay. <laughs> but uh, but you do have to follow you do have to follow the rules and yeah. uh, and be careful at this time because you don't want to get this COVID nineteen, and you certainly don't want to give it to anybody that you may care about. So. You know, that's my big fear is that, you know, I would feel terrible if I inadvertently gave somebody the funk. Um, yeah. And so, you know, it, the, the the rules are a pain in the butt, uh, but they are what they are. And, you know, I'll do my best, you know, to comply and, you know, Hope that next year will be a little bit different, but there's really so many things that we can do staying local. Uh, you know, I got to tell you, even though my 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 sling in a pack game could be better, uh-huh. my high line it's spot on now. I've been, <laughs> I've been <laughs> played with high lines for the past couple weeks. You know, <laughs> so you know that that that's my. That's my thing uh, this afternoon. I'm going to go out and film a revamped, revised Highline video. You know, okay. the last one we did was, what, back in 2009? And wow. I was looking at it, 
you know, I don't know, probably a couple of weeks ago at this point, and thought, you know, I don't really do that like that anymore. <laughs> no, things change. People, people improve. People change. Exactly. Exactly. In my case, I get lazier and lazier, and I want to do less and less. <laughs> I, I could not relate to that at all. I could not relate to that at all. Yeah. You, you, Any, you know, Robert, you you shoot a lot of video. You know, you're not – many of us are still kind of camera shy and all this kind of stuff. But your videos, um, for those who don't yet shoot much video, do you have a, any tips about how to even, you know, prepare to do a video shoot? And then how do you do them? Who's who's filming you? Uh, me and the mouse in my pocket. <laughs> okay. Um, so Yeah. You, uh, I got a tripod. You set up on a tripod. Okay. Yeah. And I stare into that inky black orb of death and despair. <laughs> And and I get really flustered. That's the beauty of editing. I can get rid of all the ums and ahs. Uh, it's really just getting out and doing it. Um, I can't yeah. say that I like it because I don't. Um, it's just it, 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 we live in a video world now, and it's either yep. adapt and get at, at least come to grips with it or, you know, let the world pass you by. So I've chosen to just – you know, grab it the best I, I possibly can and, and take her from there. But it's it's awkward and weird. And, and, you know, when I'm spending a lot of time behind the computer and the editing softwares with the videos, I still don't like – I don't like my voice, and I don't like the way I look like The camera changes things. I really look like yeah. Clint Eastwood, you know, but yeah. the camera, it, it does things. I don't know. Well, Clint yeah, Eastwood is now 90-something years old. Clint Eastwood is now 90-something years old. So is that a uh, young Clint Eastwood or an older Clint Eastwood? Uh, three meals for Sister Claire, Sarah Eastwood. Okay. There you go. Right. That yeah. is pretty cool. That do, is pretty cool. Do you write a, um, Robert, do you write a script or an outline? And how do oh, you, my how goodness, do you follow that without like looking like you're reading it? You must – I mean, you know your subject, so you can do it. But do you, you know, you have to get everything lined up that you're going to use. You have to know exactly. There has it to takes, be a lot of prep in these videos. It is the prep work is a lot uh, because you're thinking about things. Well, what's in the background? You know, uh-huh. are you, is anybody going to going to see my filthy barn that I haven't picked up lately? Uh, you know, is my neighbor driving up their up their driveway? You know, there's that. There's um, I, I do have to have a script because even though I I think I'm pretty good at at, at doing what I do, it's so easy to forget. Um, yeah. You know, important thing. So I do have a script, uh, and it puts out to a couple pages per minute of screen time. Mm-hmm. And and so what I do is I print it in really big font, like mm-hmm. twenty four 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 point font. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I take a piece of sticky tape and put it on the tripod so that I can oh. kind of sort of read it from ten feet away. Yeah, as long oh. as it's not a windy as long as it's not a windy day, you can get away with that. Exactly. So it is. Yeah. It is every bit of of. Uh, 
you know, poor boy technology, but it it it, it kind of works. Um, so yeah, it's it's a lot of effort, uh, but people seem to enjoy them, and and if it helps somebody get out and be a little bit safer and have a better time out on the trail or in camp, well then it's fine. Well, that's good. And and by the way, for folks that are listening right now, it's trailmeister.com is the website, so you can always go after the show. Don't do it now, but after the show, <laughs> go, go take a look at his website and uh, and check out some of the great videos he does because he does a great job with that and always has such good information. And uh, we may tease him a little bit about the bird nest. We may tease him a little bit about some of his time for his packing but uh, he really does a fantastic job and his facebook page has some great information too so you can check him out there as well but um we want to take a really quick break we want to come back and maybe talk about some of the things that people that are getting house burned might be preparing for as they get out on the trails because you know we still have some great trail riding weather and uh, fall is my favorite time of the year, and that's coming right up. So we're going to visit with Robert about that when we come back on Saddle Up America. But right now, let's listen to a great song by Mary Kay. It's one called Big Enough. Sometimes you feel ten feet tall and bulletproof Something about those Wrangler jeans and Justin boots uh-huh. No time to lose and no time to waste You're running for the win and not for the chase uh-huh. But all your dreams are gonna take their toll It ain't easy getting a rock it ain't the size of your success, I'm told. It's all about the size of your soul. Are you big enough to get back on? You've been the car. Are you big enough to keep keeping on the trail? It's rough. Are you big enough to stay in the saddle? No matter what may come. Cause your dreams ain't big enough. They don't scare you son. When I look right in your eyes The fruit beer brown You're heading for the city You're so done with this small town uh-huh. You were raised up right With hay in your hair Wide open spaces Rocky mountain air Uh-huh dreams ain't big enough if they don't scare you, son. 
and his saying is, you ride what you lead. And I'm like, yeah, it's nice and it's a cliche, whatever. Until I actually started applying that. If I can't control a critter on the ground and he's light and complacent and, 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 and just easy on the ground, why in the world do I think I can control him when I'm six feet up in the saddle? <laughs> right, right. Um, so started getting back to that. Ruger wants to take a step. Fine. You can take a lot of steps, mister. And we're going to turn that butt, and we're going to turn those shoulders, and we're going to back up and go forward and go to the side and so on and so forth until it's a lot easier just to stand still. Just stand still, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So we've been doing that a lot, and, oh, my goodness, the the benefits are just – just wonderful. He he listens a lot more. He's he's not pushy. He doesn't step away, and and you know we we play our games. Uh, so that's really worked out very well. And for the the pack animals, I, I've been big on on the ponying thing right. lately since I'm trying to get Coco involved. And it always has been kind of my thought that yeah maybe. I could drag her along if she didn't want to come along, you know, when, when I'm ponying somebody. But right. let's face it, even little little Miss Coco, all at, what is she, 12, three hands? She's a little bit stronger <laughs> than you are. Just a bit. And if she didn't want to come along, I couldn't make her. I could mm. try dallying her off to, to the horn on my saddle and probably die in the process or rip the horn off the saddle. Um but, you know, there's got to be a better way. And so right. that's where I really started going back to the whole groundwork thing. And she's coming along so nicely. And I, I, I truly believe that for my pony animals, if I can't control them on the ground at the end of a long slinky string, there's not a way in the world I could do so from the saddle. Um, and it's really paid off. Coco, not quite as well with Ellie, but, you know, she's green as grass. You know, Ellie, if I stop while I'm on, on Ruger and pointing her along, I can back Ruger up, and she will back up and stay in line. Oh, I think that's, that's pretty cool. darn nifty. It is pretty cool, uh, yeah. Now, it's taken a while to get there, uh, but I got nothing but time on my hands. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no expo. <laughs> now, I, I, I have a stupid question because I'm the, you know, non-equestrian in the group here. So I wasn't that just familiar means you're the with. That just means you're the smart one. You know, I thought I understood the word pony, but I hadn't, I hadn't heard it used. You know, be able to pony. I, I didn't know it as an oh. adverb. And so I found this article when I was again, you know, bopping around in your website, and I found all of this very interesting as a non-horse person, be able to pony. And I thought, well, oh. what, what what exactly does that mean? So we're talking about one horse leading another horse, basically. Yes. And yes. The relation- uh, Do you want to just quick give us a quick what is what does it mean to pony a horse? So to pony a horse is simply to lead a horse, but instead of walking, leading it. We're all familiar with that. It's leading a horse from the back of another horse, and I think it came. I think. The term came from like the racetracks, 
you know, it's pony yeah. horses and ponying. Um, and it's, it's, there, there's a lot of benefits to it, I think. I mean, and you don't have to be a packer. Um, you can be much smarter than I, and it still has benefits. My big thing is if I'm going for a ride and a ride becomes eventful and I depart that ride early, say in a helicopter, yeah, how like is my horse yeah. going to get back to the trailhead? Yeah. You know, will the, yeah. my riding yeah. partner be able to bring my horse safely back, or is it going to be running amok, which isn't safe for anyone? So there's that. Or if you had, uh, say you have two horses, and it's a sin to leave somebody at home, if you pony one, both horses can get some exercise, get used to the trail. I think ponying is a really great thing. I think very few people think it through, though. I think often it's, well, I'm going to pony this one because it's a rank, rank thing, and we'll give it some manners. And... You know, I, I've seen people on the trail, and they haven't yet been stronger than that horse. So. <laughs> never never going to happen. Never going to happen. Never going to happen. And, and and even with me, I'll be the first to admit it. When I have ponied Celeste Little Icelandic before, I would switch arms just so they got equally stretched. And you shouldn't have to do that. <laughs> It's hard to find shirts that are two different sleeve links, Robert. It is. <laughs> yeah. It is. So, so ponying the the, the adverb. Uh, now, Bob, you've taken me back to college. Uh, <laughs> it is is a fabulous way to 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 work two animals at once. Um, it can be interesting. We'll call it if not done safely, because I mean, you've got, instead of one critter that you're trying to control, now I have two, and the second one is following me by the grace of God and a little bit of rope. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're not careful, you know, you can get uh, wrapped up in that lead rope, the the horse you know, they're riding, if it's not ready to have another horse right next to it, yeah, they can get cranky. You know, cranky usually involves, you know, feet moving at a rapid rapid rate, <laughs> and that could be not fun. Uh, if the critter that you're trying to pull, if you're indeed having to tow it, you're doing it wrong. Um, just there's a lot of moving parts in that picture that always have kind of made me nervous. Um, so... I think the best way to for, remove that nervousness for me is to make sure that the critter I'm ponying is almost better than the critter I'm riding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and I know yeah. Ellie is. Uh, Ellie is a sweetheart on the ground, around ropes. Ruger, I love him to death, but not as good as Ellie. And I'm not going to start riding Ellie. She carries lunch in camp. <laughs> but, you know, she's also going to keep me safe. Yeah, yeah. Well, it all goes back to the groundwork. If you if you exactly. get a, a, a horse or a mule that's responsive with groundwork, mm-hmm. it makes it easy when you're, as you said, six feet up and, yep. uh, and leading them. And ten so. feet away. 
and 10 feet away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it so, does take a little so, bit of different training on the ground than it might otherwise take. I don't know that I'd agree with that. Okay. Uh, I do the same things with my pack animals to get them ready, you know, to 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 be led, to be ponied, as I do with 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 my riding animals. It's all about, hey, this is the rope, this is the halter, and I'm just going to give to pressure. I mean, that's truly all it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I'm sure you could go further in depth than that, but I'm a simple man. Um, and, but I do the same things, you know, give the front, give the hinds, you know, as soon as they, you know, walk on release, but just that over and over again. And there's so many games you you can play with it. Um, you know, can, can I turn you, you know, can we, can we do one eighties as we're going for a walk? Can we do X, Y, and Z, and I, I really found that if you can do that from the ground, it really transfers to once you're in the saddle. Now, I'm not going to say that I've ever done it because it's incredibly unsafe, but if you can have your, have your pony animal, you know, do circles around your riding animal, <laughs> it's kind of cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, it's amazing uh, too how much that these these uh, uh, equine retain. So if they learn their lesson well, it stays with them, and it may be just that they need a refresher course. But it really all goes back to getting it right the first time when you're working with them. Exactly, so, back to basics. Back uh, to basics. And now is a a great time for that. I can't tell you had had this been a normal year and. Well, normal year, I'd just now be starting to head out on the trail, um, you know, post-expo post season. I'd just now be starting to go out. And I'm not going to tell you that I would have gone back to basics. Oh, I, I, I got places to go. I got some filming yeah. to do, gosh darn it. Yeah. But this has really forced me to, to go back to those basics and really work on kind of re- refining them. And I can tell a huge difference just in in the couple months. Heavens, it has been a couple months since all this craziness started. Um, yeah. And it, but it's really paying off. Whenever we do get back on the trail in earnest, if I don't have the best behaved critters out there, there's only one person to blame. And that that would not be them. Yeah, that would not be them. Exactly. That would not be them. Well, this has been fun. This is always informative to have you on the show, and it's always a lot of fun because we never know where we're going to go with our conversations. But uh, I'm looking I'm looking forward to next month to find out if you've actually been able to get out and go anywhere and maybe talk a little bit about that as well. So, uh, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, Trailmeister.com is the place to find out all the great information and to view the videos that he makes. And I'm sure there will be more added during this downtime. And um, Bobby is always fun. She asks some great questions as a non-horse person to kind of help clarify things for people that may not be familiar with things. So, uh, But, Robert, we're going to get her out on the trail sometime. I think we have to. (laughs) That's, that's, that is going to happen sometimes. So, Bobby, just get ready. But uh, anyway, always always fun <laughs> to talk to you, Robert, and we do look forward. I think this is 
if I'm not mistaken, about six or seven years that we've been doing this together. It's been a little while, and it's it's a hoot every month. It's it's it one is. of my the bright points to, bright points to the month. Well, I'm glad to hear that. It's kind of mine too. I know it's Bobby Jean's. I think you're her favorite equestrian guest to have on the show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we look forward to seeing you next month, and uh, stay safe, my friend. You too. Take care, both of you. All right, we'll Bye, be back in Robert. just a moment. <laughs> We'll be back in just a moment. Colorado Horses, Mr. Dan McCorrison. We were up before the sunrise, loaded up the horses, we were gone. Across the Vita Pass, through that sweet San Luis Valley, rode along. That's one creek up ahead, 10,000 feet a mountain, we'll be there by noon. We're hauling Colorado horses down the winter near the Arizona moon. Go straight on to Durango, to Four Corners, that old Ford was making ground. We stretched the horses' legs at Tito's house, watched the desert sun go down. Yeah, camp out in the nations, and we listened to an Aaron sister's tune. Yeah, hauling Colorado horses down a winter neat the Arizona moon. I called the boss in Wickenburg just to let him know. We'd be rolling in Fed the horses, fed ourselves Pick some guitar while the firelight grew dim Then we passed the bottle around Watch the night time turn the morning way too soon We're hauling Colorado horses Just the winter neat the Arizona Hauled a thousand dudes into the hills They'd take us to the river Where the voice of Mother Nature won't be still Well, I ain't no big time banker But I know exactly what I should be doing That's hauling Colorado horses Down the winter beneath the Arizona moon that's hauling Colorado horses down to where beneath the Arizona moon. Colorado horses, Mr. Dan McCorson and um, Bobby. This has been so much fun talking with Clint Bradley on the Campfire Cafe. He is such an interesting guy. He is, and. He's doing so much to um, to bring Western music really to Europe. As so many of our performers, Joni Harms and Eli and Jim Jones and the Cowboy Way, I mean, there are folks um, going and making some inroads. But 
uh, Clint with his boots on the ground and really getting um, airplay um, on stations that wouldn't normally play Western music. Um, he's just done a tremendous um, – we thank him for what he's done for Western music. Well, and I'm looking forward to him being – at some point in time, able to come over to the United States and do a tour because I think he's going to have some great audiences that show up to listen to his music and and get to meet him. It yeah, be cool. yeah, I agree. It'll I can't wait cool. to meet him. I think he's one of the only performers that I haven't met. You know, and I I, I think he's. I think I've met almost everybody um, that I play regularly and that we've had as guests, pretty much. Next week, Solitaire Miles. I have not met Solitaire yet. But, you know, there's a handful of folks. We're so blessed to actually meet so many of these people. And I look forward to actually sitting across the table from Clint sometime. Yeah, yeah. And Robert Eversole is so much fun. It's just a, oh, it's yeah. been a pleasure. <laughs> it's been a pleasure to have Robert on the show as long <laughs> as he's been with us. I don't know. I don't know how he stood it, but I guess it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're gonna in in the next few minutes that we've got left. Uh, anything going on exciting with Out West? Well, you know, one of the events that hasn't been canceled, um, and we look at their website uh, daily, is the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally. This is its 80th um, year, and this is a major event with motorcyclists um, coming into South Dakota. Um, to the city of Sturgis, and it is 56 days, 11 hours, 9 minutes, and 25 seconds away. And at Out West Shop, um, we always have great clothing with the motorcyclist or biker or outdoor person in mind. And I've been adding a lot of things, and the easiest way is go to Out West Shop, and in the search button, the search box, just put the word biker or the word motorcycle is um, kind of a quick way We've got men's and women's fashions, clothing, hats, ball caps, um, uh, hip bags, perfect to wear when you're on the back of a, a bike or a horse. And yeah. so we're keeping our eye on Sturgis, 80th anniversary, and um, hoping that they are that they are full steam ahead. Well, that's pretty cool. So I just want to mention real quickly, if you're an entertainer listening to the show, or if you're just a horse person listening to the show and now i know my motorcyclists listening to the show go visit out west shop and outfit yourself they've got a great selection of great clothing and merchandise that you will enjoy wearing and sharing but uh any closing thoughts for today oh 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 i have one i have one wait a minute here we go all right all right um okay this is from um barbara kingslaver your dreams what you hope for and all that, it's not separate from your life. It grows right up out of it. Cool. Cool. You always have such good thoughts to leave people with. I do want to remind <laughs> folks that next week on the Campfire Cafe, we have Solitaire Miles that's going to be joining us. I think it's been a couple of years since she's been on the show, and uh, she's got some great new music. So we're looking forward to visiting with her. And then on uh, our new show that airs on Saturday on the Living Room Sessions, Donna Nita Plumley is our special guest. And you will love her stories. 51 years, the entertainment business, Bobby. Hard to believe. Yep. 
Yeah, and you know, you were kind enough to actually send me the show, and I listened to it yesterday. It's fantastic. You don't want to miss this um, this live living room session with uh, Don Anita. It's just wonderful. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great show. Folks are gonna love listening to that and listening to the music on that. And then I think uh, Andy Hedges is the guest the following week, and then Belinda Gale will be joining us. So we've got a great month coming up on the living room sessions, and uh, I've been very pleased and grateful for the number of folks that are listening to that as well. But anyway, it's been a fun time today. Always fun having Bobby Jean on. It was fun to uh, see her swooning and breathing deeply while she listened to the music of Clint Bradley today. (laughs) We want to remind folks that all of our shows are archived in a podcast, so you can go back and listen to any of the shows at your leisure anytime. And, uh, And there's some really good shows. I think we're well over 500 shows now that you can go back and listen to on equestrianlegacy.net. But we appreciate you listening and joining us today. And we will close out the show with a great song from Miss Lily Robert. It's one called Enjoy the Ride. And Bobby Bell, we'll see you on the radio next week. All righty. Have a good week. You too. I was nominated to be queen. I got some new boots and a crown just in case I won that had silver inlay. I practiced my speech in a real cute song when they didn't call my name. Something went wrong. If you get mucked up, you've got to get back on and remember to enjoy the ride. Pull out of the chute, riding dynamite, a bucking and snorting like heck. Well, it seemed like an hour and it was only two seconds and you felt like you